Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gail Morgan welcoming you to the Libertarian Counterpoints Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. I'm coming to you on July 21st, 2021. Tim and I, um, Tim is on your right, is going to have a conversation today. We are going to have a conversation today on various topics. Our normal host is traveling, Jason. He'll probably report back the next time. Our screaming eagle of freedom and the last word of liberty, myself, we will be talking today about a variety of topics. And the first one, and let's get right into them, is censorship. It's a very troubling thing. It's an attack on the First Amendment, I believe. We spoke about this in our last show, but since the last show, some very troubling information, disturbing information have emerged. We have discovered that the White House is, um, well, people, I guess, White House personnel, are flagging what they call problematic posts and telling Facebook to take these things down. So what is essentially is happening here, what essentially is happening is the government, the government is sensing American citizens, not directly, but doing it through the big tech companies. This is pretty disturbing, and this is a direct attack on our First Amendment rights. So what does the Screaming Eagle of Freedom have to say about this? Well, there goes that whole, uh, it's, it's a private company. They can do whatever they want argument. That's just uh, gone out the window. Uh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if they were really a private company that was um, worried about their own vested interests, they would tell the White House to go pound sand. Yes. And that they don't work for the White House. Yes. The White House works for them, if anything. Yes. Or uh, works for all of us. I mean, when I say them, I mean inclusively. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they that's what they should do. <laughs> my, um, my only, um, uh, worry, uh, well, I, maybe it's not a worry. It's, it's beyond that. It's, uh, uh, ca caution is, is that they've been doing this all along. Uh, they've been, yes. uh, working for the white house, maybe under wraps, maybe it's just all out in the open. Now as is typical things uh, that are, especially things in violation of amendments, for example, yes, yes, uh, yes. so blatantly are yeah. uh, usually kept under the radar. And now it's like, hey, look what we got uh, away with during COVID. Uh, <laughs> why don't we just uh, throw out that whole First Amendment nonsense? And, and just keep and, and keep the good times going. Yeah, keep the good, good times rolling. And um, let's not pretend that we have um, any consideration whatsoever of the First Amendment. Now, um, I, what does it take to, um, you know, to create some kind of a pushback? Um, you know, so you can have pushback from other the other two branches. Uh, you could have pushback. Uh, obviously, it's not coming from the private sector. They're not telling them to pound sand. So therefore. That leaves uh, either the legislative branch, which uh, they don't need to legislate anything. The legislation's already there in the name of the Constitution and the First Amendment. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, you know, and uh, it's all been politicized. So the, the, 
the Democrats are just gonna, if the Republicans, I mean, if, if Democrats came out and said, hey, this is nonsense, you know, knock it off, that'd be one thing. And, and I suppose that is potential. I mean, there might be some Democrats with some principles left, I don't know. Not saying there's not, but uh, uh, aside from that, then Republicans, they would just get blamed for being partisan. Sure. So, uh, sure. so that's not going to work. The only other thing then would be the Supreme Court, but they have to see cases. I mean, there has to be a case where right. someone somehow, uh, I guess, you know, um, I guess they're they're not at this point. They're not throwing you in jail yet for right. um, for passing disinformation. Um, uh, they're just blocking it, uh, censoring it. So sure, at, sure. at this point, um, I don't know if there'll ever be any kind of, of a case that can possibly br be brought up. Now, if you were uh, prosecuted for, you know, saying the wrong thing and thrown in jail, now we have a First Amendment uh, violation that would be easily seen at the Supreme Court uh, level. But until then, I, I guess uh, we're just they're just going to have to do whatever little minor tyrannies that they want in uh, each individual uh, repression of somebody's uh, so-called disinformation on on Facebook or whatever and uh, and wait and see yeah. <laughs> see what happens so I, I guess my only hope as horrible as it sounds is that some Democrat in the in the legislature uh, comes up and says, um, yeah, you know, are you guys Americans or are you guys a bunch of Nazis? Oh, no, oh, North Koreans. They, 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 live, they live in North Korea. North, yeah, North Koreans. Are you guys North Koreans? What are you? You're sure not Americans. Uh, the yeah. Biden administration. They're not Americans, obviously, uh, because Americans, uh, last I checked, uh, believe in the, the First Amendment and of uh, freedom, freedom of speech, at least the ones that I consider to be American. I mean, yeah. I mean, you talk about the possibility of a case rising to rising up to the the Supreme Court. Donald Trump sued um, the the big tech companies over over the censorship issue, and people didn't give it much of a, much, much hope. But given the information that we have right now, I think this might bolster his case, because yeah. you know, in, in a sense, Tim, you know, I I still want to believe in the free market, and I still want to believe in um in that that. Another company could could rise up and and you know challenge the, the monopoly we see in big tech, but when the government is already involved, when the government is crossing paths with big tech, we are down the path to fascism. This is yeah. a problem I have. This is serious fascism we're talking about here, where the government is telling the private companies how to violate, uh, telling them to violate the rights of American citizens. Correct. This is yes. this is a very very serious problem, and not only that, but they're picking out what areas to violate exactly, explicitly what things that, you know that that they're saying that they want um, not to be said or to be covered up. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because by the hunter the hunter Biden story was a pure cover up, because up to this day, up to this day, the New York Post, well the New York Post posted uh, attempted to post it attempt to post this story prior to the election up to this day no one has told us or none of the the big tech companies all of them blocked it none of them told us why that that story was censored they didn't say it 
is not, it's maybe it was inaccurate. Maybe there was something wrong with the story. Up to this day, not a single thing that in that story have been proven false. But yeah, they blocked it. They blocked it. And they, and they have blocked other things too. I mean, we, uh -huh. we, we, we see it all the time. Mostly on the right, I have to say. Mostly on the right. Most of their blocking so far have been benefiting, benefiting Biden and company. So we have a problem here. I mean, a serious problem. And I hope, yeah, I hope so we find some solution. So just to be clear, you're, you're saying that most of the blocking has uh, been against uh, conservative thought and yes. favor of the Democrats, uh, you know, especially the Bidens and so on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Anything, anything that well, you, you could say anything that's outside the narrative of of the left. The three by yeah. five card of allowable opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I stole that from Tom Woods. Of course. <laughs> okay. well, I steal. I say, in case anybody wonders, I steal all of my material. From well, someone else. Okay. Well, I, I don't have anything. I'm an empty vessel, essentially. <laughs> well, Tim, you're, you're a good empty vessel. Okay, you, are, you, articulate, you articulate your stolen thoughts very well. Very maybe, well. I, I, maybe I'm just the victim of a good memory. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I think I think we could go to uh, to, to the next segment. Yes. So, what are go. We, oh, we're are we doing? Um, the, good guys the, with guns. There we go. There it is. There's our yeah. banner. Yeah, right. brother, good yes. guys. Well, thank you, Gail. That was right up there. Okay, today's uh, good guy, or this week's good guy with guns, uh, comes from Modesto. A woman was killed. God rest her soul, by the way. Um, during a home invasion in Modesto, and what investigators are calling an act of self-defense, Sergeant Luke Schwartz of the Stanislaus county sheriff's office said detectives are currently investigating the home invasion which happened around 8 p.m tuesday june 29th at a home in a rural part of modesto with few homes and lots of farmland surrounding this home apparently so so they were investigating this as of uh, june 29th so it's it's probably they're done investigating probably but anyway this came out the following day during the investigation law enforcement learned a woman attempted. Now they're, the women are trying to break into your house. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, free rights and all. Attempted to break into the home occupied by an elderly couple, elderly couple again, by smashing a sliding glass door with a fire extinguisher. The elderly couple called neighbors for help, then armed themselves with a firearm and told the woman to keep away. The homeowners continued to warn the woman who kept trying to break into the home while threatening to kill the couple. I guess she wasn't there to put out a fire. Okay. Um, the, fe <laughs> okay. The, the female homeowner, the female uh, homeowner then fired a single round that struck the intruder in the torso. The intruder then was able to get into the couple's, uh, one of the couple's parked cars and died inside the sheriff's office said. Nobody residing at the home was injured during the attempted home invasion, and no arrests have been made as law enforcement say early investigation points to this being an act of self-defense. So we have a good guy 
with a gun. Yeah. Using it yes, exactly. Exactly. One, once again, uh, one of, uh, there's all various, um, uh, different, uh, numbers that, that come out, uh, as many as, um, Anywhere between a hundred thousand and three hundred thousand, or even in the millions, I've seen different different numbers uh, yes. come out per year in the United States. I don't know, and of course, this includes defensive gun uses that may just be um, they they had a gun and uh, the person you know saw noticed they had a gun or they pulled it out the gun I'm talking about, and uh, or maybe they um, shot at the bad guy and it missed, or they shot yeah. and it hit them but did not kill them, yeah. or uh, they shot and in in this case it killed them and they went and dirtied up their car in the process sure. of sure. dying. But you know, I know I know you and I draw lines differently as to where we should use deadly force on our on our property, but um, in this case you 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 obviously believe that this was justified. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, breaking through your, uh, sliding glass door with a fire extinguisher and, and yelling, you're going to kill the people inside. I, I don't know what prompts these people to do such craziness, yeah. but, uh, yeah. you know, it's not an everyday occurrence. You're out there in the middle of nowhere, um, in Modesto or was it Modesto? Yeah. Modesto. And you're, Modesto, you're yes. out there with neighbors far away and, you know, you're all elderly. Uh, I, I'm assuming this woman is strong enough to break things with fire extinguishers. So she's probably strong enough to uh, do serious bodily uh, harm to you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, once, once she breaks in, if, if the glass maintained its, uh, you know, if she wasn't unable to break in, then I would say, you know, hold off, you know, but once, once that glass is broken and it, who knows what the investigating officers found it's, it, you know, once again, uh, you have carte blanche yes. and you have to defend yourself. Indeed. Indeed. I think, I think, I think we could both, we could both agree on that with no, with no problem. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Okay. Thank, thank you for that, Tim. Good, you good bet. Yeah. Okay. Next, next topic on the list was Texas Democrats flee their constitutional duty to protest election security law. So we have a bunch of Democrats in the um, state legislators in Texas who decided to get on a plane, a private jet, sip in the air, fancy um, some, I guess, some light beer, I guess, without a mask um, yeah. in, in, the, in these COVID times. And they decided to flee the state because they wanted to deny the Republicans a quorum in the state legislature so the election so that election security law could not come up for a vote, which it looks like it will certainly pass if it ever comes up for a vote. Do we have a country if we do not have election integrity, Tim? What do you think? Uh, well, yeah, we, we have a country. Um, I, I, you know, I mean, part of me likes the idea that pe these people, um, you know, shirk their their legislative duty and and go off and and uh, you know just just shirk their duty you know yes. but part of me goes hey you know if you're elected to uh, duke it out in the legislative process and you know you you think your side's going to lose what are you going to do pick up your ball and you know tell them <laughs> you know game's over called on account of rain you know we're 
we're not going to play with you uh, mean uh, bullies uh, that's, that are sure to win this game. We're just going to take our ball and go home. Uh, okay, so, so that is, makes me wonder, perhaps these uh, people should not have been elected in the first place. <laughs> what they're going to do. So that, that's what I think of that. Um, <laughs> well, once know, again, I'm I'm torn because you know, <laughs> I, I like it when they don't you know like when they go on vacation and never come back. Stuff. You never come back. Yeah, they don't have time to to screw up our lives any further. Correct. You know the, Correct. Exactly. the one the one thing that I think that is not mentioned in in this story that I that I think should be mentioned is the hypocrisy. You know. If some Republicans, say in Illinois, where the Democrats are highly in control, decided to do this, do you think the media will be out there cheering them on, trying yeah. to tell them what a wonderful job they're doing? Yeah. You know, really, Julie, you think the, do you think if Republicans did this, they will get the kind of welcome in Washington, D.C. that we have seen <laughs> that Schumer and Kamala and company are giving to them? Now it looks like Kamala may, may have been exposed to, to COVID. Well, she went to Walter Reed. Oh, I think oh, they, she tested yeah. negative, but oh. she was exposed. You know, and all these things, they, and they, they're cheering them on. They, they, oh, yeah. These are good people. These are patriots standing up, standing up for for what I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's, oh, yeah. it's in the and process. Exactly, and and the people that are, are telling them to come back are, are guilty of fugitive slave laws. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like it's like now all of a sudden these legislatures are equivalent to slaves, you know. Well, don't give it away. We were going to talk about that in the uh, yeah, in, in knucklehead. In knucklehead. Right. We we're going to talk about that. So, right. yeah, all right. Anyway, let's touch on um, let's touch on the next topic before um, before we run out of time because we yeah. we uh, twenty one will come in on on, on knucklehead. Um, the mission of the military. Ah. The question is, do we still have a country when we're seeing? The military in its present condition. We are hearing about a lot of wokeness coming to the military. A lot of a lot of whistleblowers are coming forth and talking about somebody craziness, somebody crazy wokeness. I guess whiteness is a disease in there. Um, is is um a disease a disease of which you are not uh, afflicted with? Of course not, Tim. Of course not. You know, but um. <laughs> On a serious note, I, I do have white in me, you know, to be honest, I do. Uh, oh, you do? Okay. It may be about, yeah. it might be about, uh, I don't know, it might have been, maybe uh, on my mother's side, maybe three generations away, I think. I, I'm not it, sure. It, I'm not came, sure. it came out in your beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but before, before we lose time at this thing, yeah. so we have woke this coming into the military. We are also seeing then some dissension, dissension in, in the ranks. Yeah. General General Mark uh, Milley, I think is his name, he compared our commander-in-chief at the time, who was Donald Trump, whatever you think of Donald Trump, good, bad, or indifferent, he was the commander-in-chief. Mark Milley, according to a book that's about to come out, think this man is comparable to Hitler and some of his supporters are really brown shirts. This is what this man said. So that's within, that's locally, that's within the United States. But abroad, we've seen the military getting some adventures that they probably should not have gotten into, especially nation building. So what do you think about this? The military is supposed to be protecting our sovereignty. That is what their job is. They are to fight and win wars. Do you think this wokeness and this 
some of the sanctions that we are seeing, some of these military adventures abroad, do you think it is damaging us as a country? Do you think uh, the military is using, losing its mission? No, no, I think it's divisive. And uh, I, I don't want to be in a foxhole with the guy next to me thinking that I'm just a racist for being white. And, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. You yeah. know, and, um, you know, he's when nobody's looking, uh, just like in Vietnam, where they fragged different people for different reasons. Uh, sure. You know, just uh, murder me in cold blood right there just because yeah. of what he was taught. Yes. Um, especially when the military is supposed to be teaching, you know, how to how to fight and how to, you know, all the, the numerous uh, skills they're taught. Sure. Uh, how to lead, how to how to move in battle. I mean, you know, they, they have all this stuff to learn. Much of it is is learned from uh, uh, American Indians and all, all different types of people from all different types of races. And you. Sure. When you learn, you know, about if, hey, if the person was a good leader, uh, including, including Rommel, for example, or uh, any number of other figures in history, uh, you know, if they had tactics that need to be emulated, uh, they're going to teach them. It doesn't sure. matter what yes. their race is and all that. But yeah. now, yeah, I mean, th this whole thing is extremely divisive and it's, it's just going to weaken the military, uh, especially at a time when we're already weakened enough from these forays you're talking about. Here we are. Indeed. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's important. I think we were left from other the civil rights movement that the content of our character should matter the most, not the color of our skin. Mm -hmm. And this divisive nonsense is really going to harm us and harm us bad. Yeah. So knucklehead noise, knucklehead noise patrol. You you have the floor, Timothy. Oh, what? Can you give us the background real quick? Yes. Uh, we have it okay. And on, on the on the um on the, on the first one on the first one, we have Joyless Joy Reed, who is a anchor on <laughs> who's an anchor on MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> Joyless Joy. <laughs> is reading is trying to tell us is trying to tell us that um something about those Democrats who flee. Who fled? Um, who fled? Um, Texas and went to Washington D.C. So oh, you that's could right. You could take it away. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So, so they she compared them to the um, the slaves that were yes. being, uh, and then I, I don't know something something about who who's apprehending these these so called slaves. That, exactly. You know, who, who's apprehending them? Yes. The, the Texas Republicans are saying, "Come on back." Is that it? <laughs> they're asking if they would come back and duke it out in the legislature yes. so they could have is that is that the problem uh, yeah let me let me, uh, let me let me read let me read a quote yeah. let me read a quote from okay. joyless from joyless joy yeah reading. let's let's yeah. hear it yeah. yes yes i have to talk to you about this threat to That's have right. you all arrested you're speaking to one of the representatives ah. who ran away to have you all arrested when you return to Texas and supposedly to track you down like the Fugitive Slave Act. <laughs> <laughs> like if the Fugitive Slave Act is still in force now, Reed said to her guest, Representative Chris Turner, what do you make of this, of these threats? <laughs> Could you imagine well, that? I, I, I would first of all ask what it was that the fugitive Democrats from Texas, uh, what crime they committed. Uh, yes. Now, you know, there, there was uh, apparently some uh, crimes that actually uh, were on the books. If you were a slave and you uh, broke free uh, illegally and, and left your uh, master, 
and went off uh, to the north to try to escape. Yes. Okay. So, so, and who put those laws in the books? So some government did. Okay. Of course. Get, getting yes. back to, so um, if anything, these people are behaving like governments that aren't putting laws in the books, even if it's a good law that may um, make voting more, um, more transparent or whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, they can duke it out in Texas if they would come back, but sure. No. So, uh, you know, they didn't commit a crime as far as I know. And so therefore no one's going to hunt them down. No one's going to arrest them because number one, you'd have to be charged with a crime. Number one, to be detained. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And last, last I checked shirking your duties as a legislator in Texas was not a crime. Well, may, maybe crime. dumb. Yeah. It may be, yeah, maybe dumb. Maybe it may be immoral. political. Yeah. It may be political suicide, yeah. but it's not a crime. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, let's let's quickly get to the next to the next the next one. Knucklehead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Knucklehead, knucklehead number two, and I, I we call this one um, defending and uh, defunding insanity because insanity really need to be really need to be uh, uh, defunded here. But um, this was the words of of uh, Nicole Hannah Jones, who is the founder of of um, the. The 1619 Project. Oh, that's which, right. Yeah, which says that America was founded on slavery and blah 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 and all these yeah. other things and that kind of stuff. Uh, but this this is what she said. She said Cuba has the least inequality between blacks and white people of any place really in the hemisphere. I mean the Caribbean. Most of the Caribbean, it's hard to count because the white population in lots of those countries is very, very small. They are countries run by black folks, but in places that are truly at least biracial countries, Cuba actually has the least inequality and that's largely due, listen, that's largely due to socialism. Yeah. Which, which I am sure no one wants to hear. So no, what do you think? Is socialism this great, wonderful that. thing? <laughs> no, we... <clears throat> Well, um, you know, I have to agree with uh, whoever this lady is that uh, Nicole, is, Nicole Hannah Jones. Yeah, the the lack of uh, of um, uh, or the the greater amount of equality is due to socialism because everybody's equally miserable, everybody's exactly. e equally <laughs> destitute. Yes. Uh, so. Um, yeah, I, I guess now maybe compare how the blacks' lives are in those uh, horrible countries run by blacks, uh, the little island nations that, that exist throughout the Caribbean. Let's, let's have a look at their standard of living and, um, and, and compare it to that of all the people in Cuba, black and, and white, because apparently uh, Cuba's uh, socialism has um, leveled the playing field just a little lower yeah, uh, yeah, I submit. <laughs> yes. Than everyone else's, especially considering you know they they have uh, still driving around in 1952 Buicks, uh, <laughs> yeah. and so so, <laughs> so yeah, I I'm I'm uh, willing to have that discussion. Uh, I I agree that it is because of socialism that everybody's equally miserable. miserable I, yeah. I agree yeah. with that, yeah. and uh, I want to compare to the other island nations. With similar, uh, I mean, it's hard to compare Cuba. It's huge, but yes. uh, but it, with similar, um, you know, even just just similar locations. I, I'll just I'll take a, you know, uh, what whatever one they want to pick out. 
I'll I'll take it. Let's compare that. Yeah. You know, qu qu quickly though, before we run out of time, you know, it, it, you are absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I I agree with her. It's it, they have the least inequality, but for the wrong reason. Yeah. They have it because of socialism, and they have, like you said, everybody is equal, but everybody is equally miserable. Except, anyway, except the have, guys on top, boy, they are doing really well. We are, that's right. Yes. <laughs> so we have reached the end of our conversation, Tim yeah. and I. Tim, it's been great. It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Stay free. So. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Goodbye.